That's our intro song now. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to <laughs> the Council Cast. This is episode number 67, being recorded on February 5th, 2019. I am your host, and the council is now in session. I also make good intros. No, 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 no. This week, we will make arbitrary decisions about topics on science, technology, and random shit with little background and next to no expertise. All of our decisions are final and have next to no bearing on anything whatsoever. So, welcome to this week. You may have noticed we now have a new intro song. <laughs> we should probably <laughs> post about it on our uh, website. I didn't notice. On it. Perfect. Uh, tonight, we are talking about uh, some science and some record-setting science. Uh, if everybody remembers last week, it was really, really cold. A lot of people broke some records, but uh, that's not the record we're here to talk about tonight. Tonight, we're talking about drilling a gigantic hole in Antarctica. Hmm. So this is uh, something kind of interesting. There is a, a British scientist that uh, was working on digging a hole. I guess, why not, in the Antarctic ice sheet? And it is 7,060 feet deep. That's it? That's it. I mean, cool. good job, dude. I mean, that's not the furthest we went, right? In the biggest one in the, some borehole in Russia? Uh, I think it's the biggest hole in Antarctica. <laughs> okay. It's like saying he's the best player in the minor leagues. Got it. I, probably smaller than that. Like, Are there many boreholes in Antarctica? I don't I know. I would imagine there are. They're using it to they're using them for science. For science, yes. Well, cool. What are they hoping to science there? They're, they're uh, hoping they're... to find ice is what they're hoping to find. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. We found it in the first five feet, but, you know, what the heck? I mean, that's pretty close. They're trying to understand climate-related sea level rise, so if they don't find ice, they might have a problem. Oh, okay. Pretty well, good. that's pretty neat. So um, apparently it is from top to bottom, one point, I mean, in case you can't convert your feet, uh, 1.3 miles, um, or the length of 20 football fields placed end-to-end. Wait, how many Texases is that? Two. Nice. I always wanted to go. Oh, actually, two Texases and ice. So I just actually read the article for the first time, which makes sense. And uh, it's actually only the deepest hole in West Antarctica. It's not even the deepest <laughs> in Antarctica. <laughs> this is the lamest goddamn story. It didn't even make the minor leagues. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, but it is the deepest that was drilled with a hot water drill. Oh, okay. Oh. Well, now I'm just so impressed. It's That's like the, like a I giant use that drill. Like, like a giant <laughs> water the exact pick. same drill I use. A giant water pick that you exactly. use in your bathroom, but it's for ice. <laughs> just pop, pumping hot water through it. They did say the other thing they're trying to understand is how slippery ice is. So, you know. <laughs> Uh, just get just get uh, one of my grandparents to try and walk around out there. Excuse me. Oh wow, it's uh, it's really slippery. <laughs> Scale of Can one you... to ten, what do you old people say? Ten. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
So I, I'm not sure if this is going to teach us much, but uh, I mean, drilling holes is kind of cool <clears throat> sometimes. So go science. Um. Yeah. I'm, I mean, hey, I root for the Iowa Cubs. I'll root for this minor league science project. <laughs> thumbs up. I give it a thumbs down because I think a high schooler could have done a better job for a science fair. <laughs> the ice is slippery. Yeah, I would love to see that science fair project. They just have like a sheet out in front of their their table, and they're like, "Try and walk across this," and everyone's falling down. Giant lawsuit. I can't. I I'm, simply can't. I'm going to say thumbs down because with global warming, which I think is a thing I've heard about. They're destroying our natural ice reserves, and that's just heating things up. Hmm. So I'm not sure drilling, that's how that works. What's that? Them, them drilling in the ice is making well. It's gone warming. now. They've drilled it, and it, it's gone. <laughs> They're melting. It's gone ice. forever, you know. And once the ice is gone, it's gone forever. So thumbs down. <laughs> is it is it possible that these people are global warming? Like it's not a thing, but it's a group of people. It's an organization. I mean, it's we are any, global warming. Anything's impossible, Derbling. It's people opening up pockets of heat in the. Never mind. Yep. Good yep. <laughs> what they could do is if they shrunk the hot water drill down really, really small, you could use it for like blasting out pieces of food in between your teeth. Nice. I think that'd be a new invention. That sounds like a good way to break a few teeth. <laughs> what, what's your, Matt, did you give it a rating? I already voted. All right. <laughs> I voted before all you guys did. <clears throat> well, instead of uh, going down inside of the Earth, what about uh, something that's ready to go up away from the Earth? With SpaceX <clears throat> firing its new uh, um, rocket for the, bleh, for the Crew Dragon flight. So SpaceX apparently has now test fired their rocket, which is a key key uh, step that they need to do to get ready for their flight because they are still tentatively scheduled on flying their crew capsule on February twenty third, uh, just a couple weeks away. So it's pretty exciting because they're getting crew, to get, not with crew, just the <laughs> capsule without crew in it. Oh. Wait, didn't we cover this before? What are they putting in it? Time, cap time capsule stuff, like, you know, old baseball cards, <laughs> uh, records made of gold, stuff like that. I, I'm not sure. Is it a chimp or a dog or a goldfish? What were they sending up? It says Crew Dragon. There is a dragon on board. Dragon. <laughs> this, right. must, this must be the Game of Thrones crossover episode. <laughs> So, I mean, I give it a thumbs up because I think that they uh, are getting closer to putting people up there. So, so why not fly some more rockets? I say thumbs up. I always like to see a rocket just sit on the pad and smoke. So, hmm. I think we know how Matt's going to vote for this. I one. think you know. <laughs> Let's hear it. Let's see it. Thumbs up for space. <laughs> By the way, if you want to, you can actually visit our website and purchase the Thumbs Up for Space shirt. There's a shirt? <laughs> the blog post about it. Oh my god, I didn't read that because nobody reads that. <laughs> is it a real design? I hope it is. It, just says, it probably says Thumbs Up for Space. Is that I put my face on it? Here, let me send you the links because uh, I also just added that new blog post. 
So you I have to everyone... make the shirt first. Uh, no. Well, let's just say that they're still in production. Let, if, we have the design. If you are interested in getting a council cast thumbs up for space shirt, you can email us at mm-hmm. councilcast at gmail.com. Yeah, I just added a link in the group chat over here. Great. Now nobody can see it. Yep. We'll just share it internally. Share it's it internally. Really time. Well, I'll post I'll post it to our Facebook page. Too. Oh, I remember. But I do you like the new one about the about the theme song? Guess what? We have a new theme song. We can't play it for you, but these are the lyrics. Dun 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 dun. Lyrics. Wait a minute! I think I know that song. Let us know what you think. This sucks. Where do I downvote it? You can just tweet us at the Real Council Cast. Great. But you know what is ready for prime time is satellite internet in the Tonga Topo group of islands. You want to try that again? Tonga Tapu. <laughs> try it again. <laughs> I'm, I, I, uh, poo. <laughs> Let's see if you know, somebody else. Uh, pronunciation. I think it's Tonga Tapu. It is a uh, island nation in Tonga, which is for where, for if you don't know where that is, it's in the uh, South Pacific, kind of hanging out by Australia, I believe. And they have a internet connection to the rest of the world, just like everybody else, hmm. except uh, they only have one, one cable that has run out to them. Oh, wow. And apparently the... Uh, the cable was cut uh, last week. By what? They say an anchor, but I think something else happened. Yeah. They say that it was an anchor, um, and apparently <clears throat> it knocked out internet and literally everything on the island. Wow. Um, and it was it was so bad that what they ended up doing was setting up a singular satellite internet dish for the what? entire island nation. So that sounds like... One of that sounds like worse than when I was traveling in Central America. <clears throat> Internet That's speeds. Population bad. of seventy-five thousand. One yes. satellite dish for that? No. Well, but yep. they did restrict a couple of web- websites to make sure they could make it pull it off. Was it yeah, Facebook they, and they, they they limited you to twenty minutes of access, so you had to walk, I think, down to the uh down to the city, down to the city square or something, and you got 20 minutes of access, and you couldn't use YouTube or Facebook or any social media, actually. Um, so it was basically so- like show up, take care of your like urgent business, like banking and yep. all this other junk, and then GTFO. It exactly. sounds like that episode of South Park when the internet <laughs> was down. <laughs> when Kyle just goes in is it Kyle or Stan that goes in and to fix it? It's they're they're in like Cheyenne Mountain, huge ass like bunker, and yeah. they're like we don't know what's wrong with it. And it's just a big like Linksys router. router. <laughs> and he just walks up to it and pulls out the mega power plug and plugs it back in, and they're like, "Oh my god, it's working!" I think at one point the army tries shooting it. <laughs> like they take a pot shot at it. And it's just like pew, and it just ricochets off. I think. <laughs> 
Well, then <laughs> they had the villages where people had to like travel to to get internet because there was only oh, yeah, one that's, location that was yeah, working. That's, that's Rand, they're all that's Randy being like, I gotta head out California way. Get, yeah. get, I hear there's some of the internets out there. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Oh, yeah. Well, that's so, unfortunate for them. How, how much longer until they get it fixed? They, they said they don't know. They said it could take a week or two uh, to get it fixed. The cable itself is 514 miles long. And they have to so, find, do they know where the break is? They said that it's broken in two places. Oh, my. So it sounds like they do. But this sounds like it says it was severed in two places about 6.2 miles from Tonga. So, yikes. That Ooh. sounds like fun. That sounds like the worst thing ever. I thought satellite internet was bad at home. Uh huh. Satellite internet shared with 70,000 other people sounds just worse. Yeah. Well, you have to think some of them are kids <laughs> who are going to be really upset because they can't play Fortnite. Yeah, this is a big yeah. problem. I'm surprised it's not a national emergency because you can't play Fortnite. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know what I'm doing right after this. Fortnite. I mean, I'm playing Fortnite already right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna give this a thumbs down for uh, not protecting your cable. Wait, did they set up like little? buoys on the ocean or something denoting this is a a cable line here don't sink your no, anchor no, or don't no dig par- no parking yeah no parking no no um no digging you know that sort of stuff yes probably <clears throat> they most likely have it marked at least somewhere do you think it could be pirates uh space pirates yeah See, I think some thumbs down because there's some kind of conspiracy about this whole line breakage thing I don't think we know the whole story we don't. It's not a conspiracy. We definitely don't know how it happened. If you don't know the whole story, yeah, it's a conspiracy. All right. Well, you know what? I'm going to give it a thumbs up because you know everyone needs a little vacation from the internet every once in a while. And what 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 better way than just like taking it away from an entire island? Who knows? Maybe 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 the U.S. will be next. Somebody will just cut the cut the power to the internet in our ocean. Thumbs down for no internet. <laughs> It's a retreat. It's just an island retreat that they're on. You know, if um, if you lived on that island, you probably wouldn't have found out that uh, Mizu now is releasing a new phone that you also cannot use on that island, I bet you, hmm. with no buttons on it whatsoever. Wow. So, so like every other smartphone? Oh, no, no, no. No, this no, is right. but it also completely no buttonless. It has no buttons and no ports. So... Um, it has Which was absolutely charging. nothing you own. Yep, it has wireless charging and apparently some sort of wireless data <clears throat> transfer through the charging piece. So if you set it on the charger, it transfers data faster than just over Wi-Fi. Um, supposedly, I'm going to go with yes. Okay, that's what they're claiming, at least. Interesting. Um, I thought this was an interesting phone because um, I saw this came out and then I saw um, somebody else had come out with a new phone too or just announced something. Um, I want to say it was like Huawei or somebody like that. And uh, the difference was with the other phone though, this this one has no ports. You have to use wireless charging. Um, but the other phone came out, they actually have, I thought this was an interesting idea. They had uh, contacts on the back of it. Uh, that you can, it's not an actual port, but it's, um, I don't know what the heck it's called, but 
they're just little like metal pads that uh, you plug your charger cable into and then it charges and it can do data transfer that way. <laughs> so you still maintain the whole no ports. You get a fully sealed phone. I mean, should be more waterproof in theory. But would you actually buy a phone that has no ports or buttons on it? Yeah. Oh, definitely. I mean, I've only got, I've got a power button, which doesn't need to be a physical button. I've got the volume buttons, which don't need to be physical buttons. Although it's pretty convenient just to hit those. Um, and I've got the USB-C charging port, which I don't particularly need. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's only a matter of time before they can, every phone company does this. Hmm. I don't know if everybody would do this. I think that they would. I think it's just getting the technology to be fast enough, right? How fast can data transfer speeds happen over Wi-Fi or Bluetooth or whatever? Maybe they make a red beard, and it, <laughs> and it transfers data faster. Who knows? So, I, I I like the idea, and I, I agree. I don't think that most of the buttons are necessary on a phone. Um, I did read. You know, I think they have to put a reset button somewhere. Um, Otherwise, I don't know how you'd reset it. But like, if the screen is frozen, how would you? Right. Like, if the screen is literally not accepting input. Yeah. Do you think so... it'd be like one of those insert a uh, um, uh, yes. paperclip into here? Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. But I like the idea, especially since it's you know fully sealed, <clears throat> fully waterproof. You know, you can just. I would imagine you just throw it in a lake. It'd be fine. That'd be. I mean, that'd be pretty dope. Be able to record stuff underwaters. That'd be pretty sweet. I mean, I think uh, trying Call something different. I don't know if it has a notch or not. Um, doesn't look like it has a notch. So <laughs> it does have an in in screen fingerprint reader. So they are getting around that too. I don't know. Thumbs up for trying something new. Looks interesting. But thumbs down for. Uh, <laughs> For not being here yet, I guess. I don't know. Thumbs down because it's not an iPhone. Thumbs up for space. Now wait a minute. Thumbs up for. <laughs> I think that's pretty cool, honestly. <laughs> Good. You know, if somebody would do this, it would probably be Apple who does it next. <laughs> they would. They'd see this and they go, "You know what? We can market this better than this company can." I wouldn't doubt it. That's what they do. They look at stuff and like that's that's good technology. I can market it better. I think thumbs up. <clears throat> all right um oh yeah so speaking of space um maybe once spacex has their rockets all ready to go they can sign up with this new company who wants to roast their coffee beans by having it re-enter the atmosphere yeah thumbs down so for... <laughs> man he's really against yeah. that <laughs> So this is, I, I, I thought this was, I, I, there's three things in this article that I found interesting. Uh, the, the whole idea is there's this company who wants to, uh, they're basically saying, if you roast coffee beans, we've been roasting coffee beans the same way for forever. And they want to, quote unquote, revolutionize coffee by using space technology. Okay. <laughs> hey, it's, it's one, one hell of a marketing technique i mean yeah they're all leading up to saying coffee that's out of this world done yeah. move on <laughs> yeah but uh, the general idea is they have this I mean, I they're, gonna load, they're gonna load a capsule 
uh, that weighs 500 kilograms uh, of beans. They launch it up into space, and it's a special capsule that when it falls back to space, it will use the heat generated to roast the coffee. And supposedly they figured out that this is the optimal coffee, optimal <laughs> to roast coffee at, which, I mean, this is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> and then on top of that, I, we're all going to be drinking space beans eventually, Matt. You got to get used well, to it. We have Starbucks now. What are we going to have? Reese coffee is likely to cost $500 a cup. Yeah. So it, that that's the third thing is that, Depending on how much it costs to launch, uh, it boils down to, <clears throat> if the cost is distributed just directly down, about $500 a cup of coffee. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> so that makes a bag of coffee worth like $5,000, $10,000? Well, yeah, $20,000 per kilogram of roasted beans. So Totally worth it. This yeah, is like the stupidest hours. shit I've ever heard. And... <laughs> This this commenter on Ars Technica really really wraps it up for me. The disposable Keurig like coffee system we have at work does not seem so wasteful anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess if like the rocket's going up anyway, and you want to roast them on the way down, as the rocket that was gonna do the thing already is coming back down. See, so, that's what uh, I thought well, they on landing, you can have a cup of coffee. It's ridiculous. See, it's fresh roasted beans. Oh, that's, that's the what best I cup of coffee I've had all week. That's what I originally thought they would do, is that this would be like attached to something that's already going up there, but it's not. It's its own capsule. Well, aren't most aren't most rockets being sent up right now the kind that f fly back in? I thought you were going to say, aren't most rockets right now the kind that roast coffee? <laughs> I mean, this is nothing new. Yeah. I mean, I've got a better idea. Instead of sending it all the way to space just to have it come back, why don't they put the coffee beans underneath the rocket engine during takeoff? That's that's above optimal temperature. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Have you tried it? <laughs> yes, it was. There were no beans left. It was like it was like one of the Game of Thrones dragons was roast trying to roast the beans and failed. There you go. No, but that that is a honestly that would be a more cost-effective way to do it. Or like, you know, put it on a tailpipe of a car that's using nitro to to really take off. Or, you know, <clears throat> just roast it the same way you've been roasting it for thousands of years. Well, finally, coffee the way God intended us to drink it, roasted from a <laughs> rocket landing coming back into the atmosphere. <laughs> I mean, we've been suffering technology. all these years, just heating it up. Had no idea. Just apply <clears> space <throat> technology. I'm not 100% sure what space technology means, but <laughs> why not? It's a marketing term that means literally nothing. Space <laughs> technology. I mean, when they say on, um, you can, I took journalistic law a journalistic law class in college so that I could have a basic understanding of first amendment rights and what you can and can't say and what is and is not protected by the first amendment saying stuff like made with space technology is so arbitrary mm -hmm. and means nothing that they can get away with saying it. Of course. It's like, it's like the same as saying the um, best coffee in the world um, or this coffee is, you know, best coffee in the world. There's no way to, prove or disprove if it's the best coffee or not so it's a safe thing to be able to market 
Um, so this is uh, this falls into that category of completely meaningless and yet sounds pretty neat. Ooh, space co coffee made with space technology. It's out of this world. What? I'll drink some. Get, get me some of that on the QVC. I give it a thumbs down because although I would drink this, I'm not going to pay $500 a cup. Thumbs yep. up. Thumbs down. I love I love paying for ridiculously expensive <laughs> things. And I know that it would make me feel empty inside to buy a cup of coffee for $500 and to drink it and be disappointed. But I would still smile and say I liked it. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, if you like uh, fish, fish and chips, um, you may not want to flush it down the toilet in England. This is a great story. Apparently, uh, that's that's kind of what's happened, is that there is a town in England, Sid, Sidmouth, um, <laughs> which has apparently got a, um, they call it a fatberg that is growing in its sewers, <laughs> which is apparently a hardened clump of grease, wet wipes, and sewage. <laughs> and it is 64 meters long and oh growing silently underneath the town. That has to smell disgusting. <laughs> like, sewers smell bad normally, but that has to, like, take the cake. I'm surprised. Uh, who makes Don dishwashing liquid? I'm surprised they haven't gone there to save the town. And, uh, you know, one of those things where they got the ducks and they're, they're washing. This town just needs some Don dishwashing liquid. It is Random. unsavable by Don. That's how bad this is. I don't know. <laughs> Don can save a lot of stuff. Mm. Uh, apparently, this is a thing that's just fatbergs are, are kind of unique to England, I guess, just because of what? Uh, what? This is a uniquely English thing? Yeah, apparently it's not happened before, and it's not even the biggest one in England. I know. Uh, I, the one that's the largest is even more terrifying. <laughs> the the one in uh the largest one was found in 2017 in London uh was this one's 64 meters long that one was 250 meters long and weighed 130 metric tons so are fatbergs the answer three to three times while reading this story <laughs> are are fatbergs like the 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 answer to the obesity <clears throat> epidemic in the United States like we just need to start flushing the fat right down the toilet like mean? skip what? skip the middleman yeah, that makes sense. We already do that. It just doesn't get stuck in a big pile. How are we doing that? Oh, we use Dawn here. That's right. Oh, what do you do? Scrape the grease into the trash can? You run it down the sink. Could they make candles out of this? Could they? Oh, my God. It would just be that like you be go to Target. <laughs> you go to the nice candle aisle. And oh, what's this? A new scent? Fatberg. <laughs> Fatberg. Fatberg ass. Just Fatberg. An English scent. Like fat, fatberg, yeah, fatberg really draws you in. You're like, what's that? And you smell it. You're like, Ooh. oh, what a gag gift that would make! I got you a fatberg candle from England. What's oh, fatberg? Oh, it's it's all the it's rage in England. Light it after we're gone. The fatberg is longer than six double decker buses and will take eight weeks to dissect. <clears throat> That is disgusting. They're dissecting it? Like, to get rid of it, they take, I wow. think, high-powered water jets down to cut through it. And down dishwashing liquid. And, uh, uh, and Did it has you see this suit. part, though? The big, big monster one? Uh, they put 
on display in a museum. Oh my gosh. <laughs> they they took it, put it in the museum, and then no, live stream it says the decomposition. They put chunks of it on an exhibit last <laughs> I year. I mean authorities in Sidmouth have discovered a 64 meter long hardened clump of grease, wet wipes, and sewage, an infamous fatberg lurking and growing in a large sewer under the town's waterfront. Uh. <clears throat> it's like the blob. For perspective, at 64 meters, the length of the mass is greater than that of six double-decker buses end-to-end and the height of the Leaning Tower of Pisa. What? That thing really leans. Awesome. The Leaning Tower of Fatbergs. Oh, man. You know what? I'd pay to go see a Leaning Tower of Fatbergs. Fatbergs. Maybe they could have excavated the whole thing and then had someone sculpt it into a Leaning Tower of Pisa and have that on display. That I'd pay to see. (laughs) Absolutely (laughs) fucked. (laughs) No. Thumbs up for whoever found it and was brave enough to go back down to show somebody else who... Uh, where where they found it. I'm afraid to thumbs down in fear of incurring the wrath of the fatberg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it is like the blob. It'll it'll just crawl across the ocean. So I'm gonna give it a thumbs up under duress. <laughs> right, I'm gonna thumbs take up. the risk and give it a thumbs down. That's that's just disgusting. That's a... <laughs> Thumb, think about this. They found that disgusting thing and then put it in a museum. My question is, is what causes them to discover it? Probably because so, nobody can flush their toilets anymore. Yeah, is mm. it like, we got, huh, I don't know. Can you imagine, you're like the CenturyLink broski that just is like, man, I gotta go down there and do a thing. And then you get down there and holy <laughs> shit. Hey, Culligan man! Oh my god. This is, Roto-Rooters. This is, yeah, this is like, that. this is a this is a project for Roto-Rooter Industrial. <laughs> <laughs> they just bring down a uh, a boring drill from from uh, Elon Musk. Ah, there you go. Elon and Musk should flamethrower to melt that. Fat. Yeah, flamethrowers. His infamous flamethrowers. <laughs> They're not actually flame flamethrower. Forget it. Not going to worry about it. It wasn't that funny anyway. Cool. Yeah, thumbs up. Thumbs up. Nice job. Uh, I think we're going to roll into our Elon Musk pitches for the week. Yes. Uh, anybody want to start it off? Yes. All right. I was talking with Matt about this the other night, and we came up with a good one. So, Matt, you can you can I piggyback on this if you want. I don't remember what's happening at all. So, Elon Musk has um, solar panels that, are, that you string together for your roof. What is it called, Matt? Solar. The solar roof? A solar roof, yeah. But what I think should happen is solar everything. So you walk into the house, you have solar floors, all your walls, solar walls, inside and out. A solar kitchen counter, solar table, solar silverware, solar plates, solar napkins. Solar And solar clothes and solar boots and hats. I think that he should have solar everything. And then we will collect all of the sunlight. And not only that, but um, heat capturing pods so that you put them in your bed. You sleep with them. You um, can exercise next to them. 
Um, you can what? have cats cuddle on them and captures their warmth and turns it into electricity. Ah, okay. So all these solar things, all these heat pods work together to power everything. Hmm. Are we still voting on things? Hey, what, yeah. Mr. Fusion? What? What did you say? Are we voting? Yes. Are we voting on Silas's? Oh, I'm sorry. We, we can. <clears throat> I am. Um, really? It want to be really warm. Why? All that solar stuff around, collecting the heat. That's Elon Musk's problem, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I gotcha. just we're just pitching ideas. He's going to figure out how the science works. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I was going to ask how how that was going to work, but then I realized Elon Musk can figure it out. That's right. So, is this to get more electric energy? Like, yeah. what's the end goal here? Well, I mean, if he could use the solar panels to get gas energy, you know, props, <clears throat> but electric energy is fine. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I mean. You want to sol solve the world's energy crisis, turn everything into a solar panel. I gotcha. I'm and then it. we'll overload the grids, you know, be great. You could, you overload the grid so you can eventually live off the grid. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Live off the grid. <laughs> That's what that means. <laughs> Definitely. Isn't your idea the premise to um, the movie with Keanu Reeves where he, Matrix. Yeah, isn't that the premise of the Matrix that no, the, the premise human body of the Matrix. was the, the heat of the human body was used to power the machine world? I don't know if it was the heat, but I think it was something like that. I mean, yeah, if he wants to plug, if he wants to like put a plug in in the back of my head and use my thoughts to pout to like create electricity. I think I can oh. think of things all day long. Now we're thinking. You know, I I, I kind of like this idea. I, I think I'm gonna have to go with a thumbs up on it because. Uh... Making more power seems good. And if you can figure out how to wirelessly somehow store all of this energy, go for it. <clears throat> Weekly pitch. Oh, no, it's not wireless. I mean, there'll be cords hanging out everywhere. It's going to look ugly. <laughs> I just assumed it was going to be wireless. So uh, it, can be, it should be wireless. Let's just say um, solar panel everything. Uh, House, cars, um, shoes. I like your heat capture pot idea. That's probably my favorite part. I do like that. Could I use the heat capture pod to release heat as well? Does yeah, it, it would. It would. Um, it would help with global warming. Okay. Perfect. Just releasing heat everywhere. Just dropped a pod in Antarctica. <laughs> for the boring, <laughs> for, for the for drilling boring purposes. Is this Matt's? Uh, are you in on this one then too, Matt? What? Or do you have your own idea? What am I? What? What? Do you have your own pitch? Uh, I mean, I just kind of. I'm tired of the, the slow ass Bluetooth that we were talking about earlier, and they should make in Tesla. You know, they already they already have red in their color anyway, and they could call it Red Tooth, Red Tooth, and make it faster. And they could red probably thing. they could probably network their cars and spaceships together or something. I don't know. This is a really half-assed idea, but ship it. So red to make red tooth, which is faster Bluetooth and can network all cars. Yeah, red tooth. Red tube is something different. Yeah, red tooth. And faster than Bluetooth. All and... all things. It's just what I'm going to say. 
All right. I, I give that a thumbs up. I like I like the name Red Tooth. Yes. I think that's a pretty sweet name. I thought so too. Yeah, I'm gonna say thumbs up and 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 my idea was thank was you about him thank making you, I, I my idea was also the same thing about him making uh connections faster. So I mean mm -hmm. I think that's a great idea. I felt really bad for that Tonganoxi or whatever it was, Island. <laughs> And uh, really bad that they had the, the one satellite, and, and uh, so I wanted him to make something that people could get the internet and not have to have worry about a cable that's down five miles deep getting chewed up by a. Yeah, I mean, you think they could do it? He could do it better. So, are you saying you want? I want I want red, red tooth like on steroids. I want him to be able to, to the, the internet everything over the red tooth red whatever. Yours is called Red Beard, though. <laughs> His is Red Beard. Mine's Red Fang. So I'm <laughs> Red Fang. Red Fang. Okay. That's All internet right. wirelessly. Red Beard is the is the umbrella. Anything we've ever seen. While so Red Fang wireless internet over all the earth. There you go. All right. And Which is really kind of a good tesla thing since the you know the whole thing is wireless i mean he's already launching some satellites for internet so it's possible that uh he just needs a rebranding moment here all right wireless internet i i give that a thumbs up faster internet seems better world wire world wireless internet okay oh um did i tell you the name of my solar panel project what is it <laughs> Red heat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> On a red red theme tonight. What's your idea? All right. My idea is um, I think that those guys were kind of on to something with the roasting the coffee beans that <laughs> oh um, do you? <laughs> you gave it a thumbs down. But <laughs> 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 I gave it a kinda onto something. Not I, I gave it a thumbs down because it was uh, I think Musk can do it better. Got it. Um, since they're already returning rocket boosters <clears throat> after they launch, they can uh, they should just strap some coffee beans to the outside of the boosters. Okay. And it will just roast them as they come back down. Nice. What what are you calling this project? Uh, we can call it um, red beans. Red beans. Red beans. <laughs> <laughs> Up coffee beans to what are what are what are you strapping them to? Just the outside of his uh his booster rockets. Like the like it's bedazzled, like the like a billion beans, one glued on yeah. after another. <laughs> they have to like yeah, they have to glue them on. Somebody has to glue every individual one onto the rocket. Job security, I love it. Thumbs up. Bring back the jobs to America. <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? Why not? All right. So, uh, um, so here they all are: red heat, solar panel, everything, <laughs> house, cars, shoes to collect energy, and a heat pod collects heat from anything Wait. warm. Solves <clears throat> world inter energy crisis. Perfect. Red tooth. 
devices. All right. Red tooth, faster than Bluetooth, and can connect all your products, all your musky products. Red Fang does the internet wirelessly faster than anything we've ever seen over all the earth. Red Beans, strap bean, coffee beans to the outside of your booster rockets. Glue them on individually for the best taste flavors. <laughs> this is good. He's going to like this. All right. I have a feeling about it. All right. I think uh, with that, we're going to call this council meeting adjourned. I want to thank each and every one of you for being a listener of the Red Council Cast. Uh, we record this live Tuesday nights on YouTube if you want to watch us live and see all of our hijinks that we edit out for the YouTube video. <laughs> and uh, if you want to check out all of those past videos, you can go check us out at councilcast.org or find the audio on iTunes or your other favorite podcatcher. If you have a topic that you would like our decision on, you can email us at councilcast at gmail.com or connect with us on Twitter at Real Councilcast. Thanks for listening. And goodbye. Man. Do, 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 goodbye. Do, 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 do. <laughs>